take a time machine back to before the world went to hell. Around the year 2000. The 80s and 90s were so rad. The movies, the music, the TV, the games. That's what I want to talk about. Like and subscribe on your favorite podcast app. And continue the conversation on Facebook and Instagram. And if you're cool enough, join the show on Patreon for exclusive bonus content. And now... Less Than 2,000 with Adam Wentz and Chad Bischoff. Less Than 2,000. Now part of the HyperX Podcast Network. Dude, season 3.5! Hell yes! I, I, always, I always miss the time that when we're away. Like, I miss you. Like, I haven't seen you in forever. You moved! You're in a whole new spot right now. I'm in Arizona, bro. I GTFO NE and moved to the AZ in the SW. Okay, stop this. You're you you are 40. I just want to call this out real quick. Like you are 40 right now. So yeah. there's that. I'm having the time of my life. <laughs> well, let me ask you this. Have you seen any good movies lately? Or any movies, period, lately? Not including um, yours. Well, no, yeah, not including mine. I don't put mine into that category. But uh, so, well, our last episode we did Top Gun, uh, Top Gun Maverick, new one, Maverick. It was awesome. Everybody already knows we know that. So the next piece of cinema that I watched since Top Gun was <clears throat> Beavis and Butthead do the universe. It's literally the uh, next uh, piece of cinema I have cool. seen. Yeah. Uh, uh, excellent. Yeah. Uh, so I'm, how was I'm, it? I'm, I'm, okay, so first off, I'm halfway through the movie, and I, I this is spoiler-free. So let's spoiler say free. that out there. Spoiler-free, everybody. You can listen to it. We're not going to say anything that's not in the trailer or on the one-liner on IMDb. The Correct. premise of the movie, basically. I was excited to sit down and watch it. I think... I'm halfway through, and I think my biggest mistake was watching it next to my wife. Um, mm. And I could sense the judging nature uh, every step of the way. So that might have tainted my my view of the film. It, it, I'm, I'm literally halfway through, and I remember thinking of, of you, Adam, and of our last Beavis and Butthead uh, episode where I'm like, complaining to him like adam you're 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 weak like come on this is you're you're missing the point yes and i got halfway through and i got to the point to where if i if i heard <laughs> one more time i was gonna i was gonna punch the screen like I, <laughs> it was so hard to get through like i i don't remember it being that intense like that i mean not intense but like that 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 they they made that sound that often <laughs> it got to me <laughs> 20 22 minutes it's a lot different than an hour and a half of, you know, Ooh. yeah. So um, I guess I'll, I, I called it cinema because um, it's a mm. movie, mm. but I really need to take cinema or film out of it and just say it's a movie because this yeah. is, the, I think, the true definition of a movie. Top Gun Maverick was a film, an experience, and this is a movie. Yes. I have been dying since I saw it to find out what your thoughts are. Well, for anybody who remembers or hasn't listened to our Beavis and Butthead episode with 
the illustrious Sam Fisher, fellow podcaster, our one of our first guests ever on the show from season one. Yes. Uh, he loved it, and I enjoyed it very much as a kid. I enjoyed it as a young teenager, but I did get to the point in the episode where I was like, guys, I have to admit that as a 41-year-old, going back and watching this stuff, it's so stupid. It's just, I don't know, man. It's just not nearly as and good Sam's, as it and was. And Sam's like 10 years older than us. I mean, yes. So just, I want to put this into perspective real yes. quick. You know, he's of a 70s generation. We are of the 80s generation. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I. this is one of those episodes where I, I, I have a feeling we're fairly on the same page and with not a lot to... to talk about but set up the premise yeah set up the premise and he gave me a hard time and he was like come on dude boo he literally booed me and he was like (laughs) have a beer relax and just watch it and and watch it with friends and have it have a have a beer and he was upset that i hadn't seen uh beavis and butthead do america the original one and it has been 26 years now since beavis and butthead was on the big screen. Now this is streaming on Paramount Plus, so it's not actually on the big screen, but it's a movie, as you put it. 26 years since the last movie, and here it is now in 2022, and it's 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 out. Beavis and Butthead do the universe, and I have to say, 26 years was far too short of a time for these guys to <laughs> not be on the big screen. And it comes down to this. It boils down to this. It's Beavis and Butthead is meant for small doses. It is not meant for an 86-minute movie. And this was some of the 86 of the longest minutes of my life, dude. I was sitting there thinking, like, surely we're about a half an hour into it now. And it wasn't even 15 minutes yet. It was was like like, eight. You're like, we're halfway through, right? No, it's been eight minutes of the entire movie. Yeah. It, it, I'm, it, there were some good point, points to it. I, I did have a couple laughs here and there, but I, okay, if good. you're expecting At least you this laughed. to be a glowing review of Beavis and Butthead do the universe, you're not going to hear it from Adam and Chad. Here's the difference Beavis and Butthead are so dumb mm-hmm. that it has to be small doses. Even the TV show had had music video, re- music playing throughout it, and then they did the review. So literally, yes. you only actually watched Beavis and Butthead Three in, minutes in at a half-hour show. Like, yeah, great doses, great doses. Three minutes, Unlike small doses. Unlike South Park and Simpsons and other cartoons that are shows, you can watch those for forever because there's more substance. There's more mm-hmm. characters to follow around. It's not one note. Beavis and Butthead have one one mission. They never get laid. It's the only thing that they think about, want, need, whatever, and and that's the one note. Like now, that's hold the on, one hold thing on. they do. If Sam were here, he would say they have they've got more than one note. They've got nachos. They care about nachos. Beavis cares about fire. So there's at least two things <laughs> other than just trying to chase women and quote I, score unquote is their mission <laughs> nachos and fire. That pretty much sums it up. Things that are cool that don't suck. But when you take the music videos out of it, you don't have 
You don't have the there. There was there was like what the core of what makes Beavis and Butthead work in the '90s was the fact that they reviewed quote unquote and reviewed made fun of uh, parodied did Mystery Science Theater 3000 with music videos. You take that out, you're right. It's a one note, basically one note thing that gets really old really fast. And that 80 minutes is unbearable. It's oh, unbearable. Man. Like, come on. Like, yeah, don't sugarcoat, Adam. I, I expect more from you. Than well, I actually, I, I, I sat, I hit pause and, re- and wrote something down. Uh, if Beavis and Butthead was ever good, it was because it was making a point about the TV generation. Mocking a sh- mocking society's short attention spans, lack of education, and desire for instant gratification. But instead, this movie is 90 minutes of two dumbasses doing dumb things with no social commentary or any redeeming features. Nothing to justify the crass humor. Now, I wrote that before they did have a couple slight moments of social commentary. <laughs> The award-winning Go Nintendo podcast is the best place to get the latest news on the world of Nintendo. We cover the biggest stories, share impressions of the latest games, and answer your burning questions. There's also some general pop culture talk, game music trivia, a heaping helping of silliness, and did I mention our robot companion? I'm the star of the show. Catch new episodes of the Go Nintendo podcast every Saturday on the HyperX Podcast Network. Us. We're the Spirit Hunters, and we're a show that treats Hunter Hunter and Yu Hakusho's author as the center of the universe. Some weeks we do linguistic analysis. The Chinese meaning of this character is to smelt or refine, but to the changed meaning in Japanese it means to temper. Other times, we get absolutely smashed. So we take one shot every time. Yusuke uses the ray gun. One hour later. This is the least coherent episode. Oh, I'm Sarah, you <laughs> Check us out at the HyperX Podcast Network. From a nostalgia standpoint, like this, you're not going to hear, as Adam just said, we're not going to recommend this this movie. Like it's not like you know, you really got to go out of your way to see it. Go buy Paramount Plus to see. No, we're not saying that. However, I will say we did laugh. I mean, so if you're curious about it, I know I laughed. Um, what I found interesting is. Um, and we wanted to bring Sam on today. I know we were going to bring him in halfway, and he 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 unfortunately couldn't make it. He was sending me Facebook fan clubs to join after the movie came out. So I hit him up. I said, I said, it's a bummer you can't be on. So he sent me a few notes, and and I feel like oh, so he's here in spirit. So he's going to listen to this. Uh, so I want to make sure to try to get most of his spoiler free stuff in. Point one, and this is the first thing he sent to me, was it was the dumbest movie I ever saw <laughs> where I laughed out loud 15 times. Okay. So there's that first bullet point in it in and of itself I find interesting because mm-hmm. it was the dumbest movie he ever saw and he knew how many times he laughed because mm-hmm. <laughs> it was only 15. But, you know, how many times did you would you say you laughed in the film? Even if it was internal. <clears throat> I laughed... I laughed one time and I, there was, I laughed one time, exactly one time. And I also, there was a moment where I was like, oh, that's funny. I didn't laugh, but I'm like, that's pretty good. So (laughs) I'll say one and a half. Okay. So I I will say I laughed four. 
<laughs> so I'm in between 15 and one and a half. Yeah, and maybe it was, I think I internally chuckled a few more, a few more times, but so it, now th this one, I don't, we, we can't get into the details of it, but he felt, and this is, this is the real talking point that Beavis is maturing as a character in this movie. So for all of the talk that, that about two dumbasses and one note, I actually agree with Sam that that at least and this is the lowest common denominator of course mm -hmm. but i do feel like he was maturing as a character in the sense that it's like a kindergartner going to a first grader you know what i mean like that's the level <laughs> of of develop he did have he did have a arc to he, he did have a little bit of an arc and mm -hmm. I would say it's akin to Garth's arc, arc in Wayne's World Two. That's what that's what his arc is. Um, <laughs> so, Which is not much, <laughs> but to say he's evolving as a character, I I guess ever so slightly. Um, does it does it make for like an actual character art that sustains a movie? No, it does not. No. It <laughs> and do I think so, so they're they're gonna they're they're this is the setup for the new series. Like there's gonna be a new cartoon series now of twenty two or thirty minute episodes on Paramount Plus launched by There this. is? Yeah. And I doubt very highly that the any character development that Beavis undergoes in this movie carries forward to the new show. Yeah, no, there's no setup for that. He's no. not, that's not being carried over. <laughs> this isn't like a, a whole new Beavis moving into the TV show. That's, right. that's not the case. But what else does he have? He loved it, but will never watch it again. Hmm. But most importantly, he specifically said, don't let Adam give you the, oh gosh, it's so immature. I don't relate to it, bull ass. See, I'll censor it too. Mm -hmm. He's calling it out. He says, don't go onto the podcast. Don't go onto the show and let Adam give you this absolute BS. Then he called me on the phone and he reiterated. He says, Chad, don't you let Adam do it. Don't you let Adam do it. I'm like, well, I'm going to let Adam do whatever the, whatever Adam wants to, to do. Uh, but he I goes, just saw you censor yourself is, there. You were going to say, let Adam do whatever the H-E double hockey sticks he was going to do. But you just yes, censored yourself. Way to go. I, I so did. He should have he should have made time to come on the show if he wanted to rebut my my thing. And and I already said it. It's This is good in small doses. The There was... We talked about it last time we covered Beavis and Butthead, that there was some social commentary that Mike Judge intentionally made it this way on purpose. Roger Ebert picked up on it when he did his review. I picked up on it when he did his review. But that's yeah. pretty much out the window now, and there's just it's just two dumbasses doing dumb stuff for 90 minutes, 85 minutes, 86 minutes. Uh, yeah, so do the universe is literally, there is, there is no commentary. There is no, no commentary. It, it, there's no social statement, you know, at all. 
we'll talk about when we get into spoiler territory for Patreon only. We'll we'll talk about a couple instances where there was some slight social commentary. It doesn't redeem anything though. And and no. and, and, and it be, it's because they become parodies of themselves, okay? Like yeah. when Beavis and Butthead came out, they were lampooning dumb Americans, dumb mouth-breathing in many cases, stoned Americans chuckling, watching TV, doing dumb things, lighting their farts on fire, and it was a, it was a, it wasn't championing, champion, championing that. It wasn't saying, "Oh, this is great." It was like making fun of and mocking fun of dumb Americans who the TV generation, but I mean, now became moved... brainwashed by television. Exactly, and now we're so far beyond that. That they're just two guys chuckling their way through stupid scenarios. There's no point to it. They have they have, no. they've stopped be, being a symbol of something and now are just that thing. I don't feel like this is just me being an old curmudgeon when I say this. I don't think it's a funny movie. I don't think it's a good movie. And I think it says a lot that somebody who is a huge fan the way Sam Fisher is. A huge fan says he will never watch it again. That because, tells you all you need to know. Because it's that dumb. That's a statement on. That's a statement on. It's that dumb. So it, what, the one thing Sam left me with is he says, "Talk about this. You, you have to put the lens of your former dumb thirteen-year-old self mm-hmm. back on to watch the movie." Mm-hmm. Sam is in no way an idiot. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he's a he's an intelligent human being. I agree. But it's one of those things where he reminded me he's like you have to put that lens on. You he didn't go into it as, you know, uh, uh, as a as a man who's in his 50s. Today watching it in his 50s. He put the lens of his child that awkward mm-hmm. like pubescent pub- puberty scared the ever living hell out of this guy. Mm-hmm. I know he's told me that personally. He hated thirteen. Hmm. You know what I mean? It's a scary time for I, I, boys and girls, mm-hmm. everybody, any mm-hmm. human going through puberty. It's an awkward damn time. Yes, and and so if you put the that cap back on, if you put back on the insecurities and the dumb natured way you were and then watch the movie, you're going to have an entirely different experience than if you go, this is going to suck, and you turn it on. Like watching it with my wife. Mm-hmm. I, I wanted to watch it again before doing this to see if I caught anything else, and I couldn't bring myself to do it. But I would have had a different experience, I think, had I watched it you know, with like another bro dude or even alone for that matter, mm. you know, or in a different state of mind. Look, it's not that I take myself too seriously, and it's not that I can't put myself back in in when I was 14 or, or 12, 13, 14 when it came out. It's not that, that I can't do that. I do a podcast about stuff from our childhood. We live, I live my gimmick. I've got NBA Jam right behind me. You know, I, I can definitely tap in to my... Uh, early pubescent self there's there's, and and what it was like to be a kid and excited about things i think i i I outgrew beavis and butthead in my late teens you know 
I, I, by that time, it was just, and, and hey, whoever finds it funny, great, more power to them. I thought this was not a good movie. It was a struggle to get through. I had to break it up over two nights, and <laughs> I did not just watch you it at work. You did that again? You so, did the same thing with Meatballs. <laughs> I, I Well, and that's funny, because I have a note in here. I was going to say, I would rather watch Meatballs a hundred times rather than watch this one more time. Like, oh. Meatball was hilarious compared to Beavis and Butthead do the universe. I, I, think, I think on our social media, that should be... I think we should just not hide what we talk about. And on social media, yeah. the post should be, uh, I would see Meatballs the movie a hundred times before watching Do America or Do the Universe again. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think they did enough with the premise. This isn't a spoiler because it's in the uh, trailers and it's... You know, in the one-liner on IMDb or any description that you would see, they they they're at a science fair. They 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 burn down the place. Uh, they, you know, because Butthead is trying to kick or does kick Beavis in the nads. Burn, burn down the science fair. A judge sentences them to space camp, and then from space camp they end up actually going into space. So that's a rip off rip off of a Simpsons premise, and then, then in space somehow they go through a black hole and fall from 1996 or 98 into 2022, and these guys go through, these guys from the 90s go through and are now in 2020. And I don't think they capitalized on that premise at all. There were a couple things, yes. but mostly. It wasn't nearly as funny. They didn't invent nearly enough scenarios to no. capitalize on that premise. That's the biggest. Okay, you know what? I just so now that we're talking through this, that's what that's what was wrong with the movie for me. Is the premise in and of itself is going from the nineties to twenty twenty two. It should have been I hilarious. Mean, it should have been hilarious, and there was only like two statements on anything relevant or pop culturally relevant. Mm-hmm. to 2022 or or anything and they're that, very obvious commentary they're and very, they're very obvious ones yeah you there are so many things that they could have done along the way mm-hmm. to continue that subtle narrative and if you because think about this on the premise of what you were saying trying trying as desperately as we can to put an intelligent premise to this mm-hmm. two dumbasses go from the 90s they're still brain dead to 2022 and then are confronted with all of the changes in personalities, technology, life, everything. You could have put so much in that to do a statement on society Mm -hmm. rather than one joke, one, one statement joke. That's it. And then there was one thing on technology and that's it. So that's what was lost. Yep. You know, that's why that's why it didn't work as much i mean it's i'm 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 blown away that so many people out there and i give stuff a lot of credit mm-hmm. i even give bad stuff credit yeah and i'm struggling with this one because <laughs> it's it should be so great and i guess i just didn't put my 13 year old self into the mix enough to be able to get it i mean i think that's i i don't blank. i don't think you can look it's not it's not up to us to like something. I like we shouldn't feel pressure to be like, oh, we need to have a beer or put ourselves in a mind frame of a 13-year-old boy. Like 
it, it, that if a good movie, a good comedy should bring that out of us. It should, if it was done well, and I was open to this. I didn't go into it hating it. I really wanted to find something to like about this. And I wanted I was to be excited. able to tell Sam like, hey, I liked it. You're right, you know? Um, but but it, sh- it should have brought back the nostalgia. It should have brought back the, 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 the feeling of being a 13-year-old kid. And instead, I'm thinking 26 years isn't enough <laughs> distance from these guys. I, but why are so many people liking it then? There are so many people who like this. I know. I don't understand it. Like, they, like it's getting positive reviews. Yeah. I, you know, and, and again, I, 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 I don't know where to go from there. It's I, like seven point nine on IMDb. I mean, it's I. It, that's <laughs> it, 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 I. I don't understand it. For it's for once, I don't understand something. Yeah, it, it's it's weird. I I will say uh, the positive out of it. I, I did like the um, the animation because it was it was it was um, I, I'm a given understand I didn't research it but it, it was digital but mm-hmm. it had the look and feel of it wasn't that choppy early 90s animation oh the early 90s animation yeah it was the but smoothed out yeah. it was but it it retained the the original design. Mike Judge's original designs, and 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 so and I wasn't pulled out of it the way I was, say, the Simpsons movie, or where something just seemed like overly produced or overly polished or seemed computer generated. It seemed I, I like the animation. I thought it was good. I, I yeah, the animation was great. I, I, I there you go. We said something positive about it. Another you know, thing, the animation was great. Another thing that was positive because it was a movie and not on TV. Beavis could say fire, fire, yeah, <laughs> you know, because they couldn't say yes. fire on MTV after a certain point. Yeah, so, no, that 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 was a moment where I smile. I did smile warmly. I didn't laugh, obviously, <laughs> but I smiled warmly within mm-hmm. when I heard fire. Like that, that was like we're back, <laughs> we're back the way it's intended, and then it didn't stop. It was a good premise that they did not capitalize on. The animation was charming and good and, and reminded me of, of that time. And and I guess if you if you have the emotional maturity of, of Sam, you're going to laugh about 15 times. If you have the uh, emotional uh, maturity of Chad, it'll be around four or five and, and Adam one and a half. One and a half. So, <laughs> I, I, I'm curious to see after people, if people see this uh, movie, uh, I'm really curious to see what other other people that listen to our show have to think, and uh, give us a laugh count. I guess you know, send us, us a laugh, laugh count. count. Let us know it's, if it's low if enough. We're wrong. Yeah, yeah, it's low enough that you'll be able to count it. I think. We- I mean, it's, it's, if you get past 15, just say you laughed your ass off. <laughs>